Hello to all you wonderful people out there and welcome to the Sweet Sour and Sorry podcast. With me today is Jen, who cannot find a map. That's really rude. True, though. Sarah, who cannot find the record button. That's even reader. Yet still true. <laughs> and me, Liam, who cannot find a way out of this hole he has quite clearly dug for himself. Yet again, true. Uh-huh. So tell me, how are we all? Fine. It's really rude you're pointing out my mistake and her mistake. Off to a good start, I see. And both mistakes are actually fairly clear as well. Why did we let him do the start again? I don't know. I have no idea. I have literally I put no my idea. hand up for it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And I do the outro, so... Uh, fine, I guess we'll rely on it. How dare you. Eh. So what's news, people? Nothing much. I mean, I just streamed the day like normal. don't have anything crazy exciting going on. Um, I mean, besides, I'm like starting to write something, which... My, that you guys know about, but that's the mm, only really exciting, interesting thing. That's pretty exciting, though. Yeah, it's fun. I haven't written anything in like a decade, so it's really nice to get back to it. Do you want to sort of give us a rundown as to what it is and why you're doing it and stuff? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's definitely, it's basically, I'm kind of doing it for fun and also the community, um, like both of them. Uh, basically, it's taking the character from my stream that is across a bunch of different games, Rygar, and I'm making a story about him in a modern setting. Um, and I'll basically do little, little, like, little vignettes, and like, my subscribers will be able to get those beforehand, and then eventually it'll all be in an ebook. So, it'll be fun. Very cool. Yeah. I think it's a really cool thing you've done there as well, because the whole thing is like, you know, Rygar is a fantasy character. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like fantasy, fantasy, or like post apocalyptic fantasy, whatever it is, yep. it's still not really like founded in fact or anything. No. But you've got this really clear vision as to who Rygar is as a person. Mm. Yeah. So it's going to be really cool to kind of see how, you know, the gun-toting, magic-shooting kind of character Mm. actually survives in the real world. Yeah, it's actually, it's been really difficult. Like, Like, not only do I have to come up with an entire, like, backstory and all those things to make things clearer and make sense to myself, at least, but having to, like, develop motivations for doing what he does and... Like, more morality is different in the modern world than it is in a fantasy world. Mm. So it's a little it's a little trickier. There's a lot of nuances and little things I have to think about that I don't normally have to think about when I'm role-playing him. But no, it's a really cool sort of um, thing that you're doing. I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it so far. Have you ever done... Have either of you guys ever done anything like that before? Like, just, like, written, like come up with a story, a world, or whatever? I know, Liam, you do it for D&D. Yeah, pretty much I'm sort of doing it as a oh, bite-sized pieces, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's more of like a an outline more than like an actual story because the D&D stuff's really fluid once it gets started. Yeah. And I haven't really had to worry about it too much because mainly the players just kind of take it and go and I just kind of just pull pieces here and there. I've got like dot points for stuff. That's nice. You're really good at adapting to things too, which is, you know, you have this basic vision, but then the adapt... The- Adapting to it is really important. I think you kind of have to, especially with the lot that I'm dealing with. That's a really good point, actually, because <laughs> people are, uh, you know what? People are going to people. Oh, yes, they are. People are going to people. That really should be one of our taglines now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already said, you know, if we ever bring out merch, that's got to be in one of the first ones. I'll be disappointed oh, yeah. if it isn't. Oh, it will be. Yeah, I agree. See, that, that is necessary. Sarah, you've done like film and TV, like not professionally, but training-wise. Yeah, so <clears throat> there was a TAFE course that I did, but it was more of a all-rounder. So to work mm-hmm. in TV or film, back where I'm from, you had to know different aspects to actually get a good job. Oh, that's cool. So kind of like a well-rounded thing. Yeah. Did you have to do any like screen like script writing or anything like that during that? Uh, we did our own little one of our big um, part of the courses was editing, so you had to make videos so you could edit. So I did a I did a cooking stream actually. Ooh. I got um, a friend to I think she would make pancakes, and basically she was just hosting a segment, and then I just had to edit it together, which was cool. Okay, that is cool. Video editing is something that's 
it's a challenge. It's good. It does, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting challenge. I haven't stepped into video editing yet. Mm, um, do you think you will? Blah. Remember that thing we keep talking about? Time? Yep. Mm-hmm. Four-letter word. Mm, yep. Yeah, yep. that thing. Yep. If I had more of it, yeah, I might do. Yeah, that's fair. Unfortunately, work takes up a lot of that time. Literally at yes. least 40 hours, yes. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, everyone can tell me if I'm doing a shit job or not, but I'm getting a hang of the, uh, the aud- like audio editing stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, that's coming along well. I think you're doing an awesome job putting it together. For those oh, of you who are listening shucks. in, what happens is we each record our individual pieces on our own computer. So Liam then takes them and puts them all together to make it into one cohesive thing. So he has to work on doing that. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit of time, effort, and all that good stuff. So And mute out all the coughs and keyboard clicks and mm-hmm. sniffles yep. and everything else that happens. Yep. So... It's good. There are some that I miss because I, I know like I listen back to the mm-hmm. episodes three or four times maybe um, yeah. and I'll record it. I'll flick it out to these guys and go, right, I hear it is. And then as I'm listening to it, I'll hear this clack, clack. Like, oh, no, I missed, I missed one. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it's easy to miss little things like that, though. So, yeah, especially like really small noises mm-hmm. because you're looking at the waveform. You're like, OK, so there's a spot there that there's. Uh, a noise that shouldn't be there, so we mute it out. But on, like, really, really tiny ones, unless I'm going to, like, zoom in mm-hmm. a lot and really get rid of everything, things get missed. Yeah, and it's fine, too. It's not like it's, uh, like, somebody drops a pan in the background. It's a small little thing, you know? Yeah, I don't think I was going to come up with Torch and Pitchfork um, no. over a single keyboard click. Doubt it. Absolutely doubt it. <laughs> My keyboard's pretty loud though, so I try to be really careful if we're on here and I'm like googling something. I try to like lightly touch it because it can be really loud if I do it full speed ahead. It's really rough. But sometimes that adds to it as well. It's like, oh yeah, we're just searching something up. Click, 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 click. That's fair. That's when you leave it in. It's when people are kind of like we're talking. It's like I'm just doing this thing over on the side here. <laughs> just sneaky, <laughs> sneaky. It's like Jen, shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Stop with your fucking fingers. Stop. <laughs> Amazing. So for both of you guys, how have your streams been going? Sarah, do you want to go over yours first? Because exciting stuff's been happening for you. I just hit my one year stream anniversary. Um, and I didn't realize it, but the new tales of the Borderlands came out around the same time. Borderlands is the first game I actually streamed. So that was good timing, and I'm really enjoying the game. Hopefully finishing it off next stream. Yeah, that was a fun stream. And what else happened on your stream too? Mm -hmm. Oh, I rebranded. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) So I've completely done my overlays. I now have a different theme than my original one. Um, I don't know why I didn't think of it myself earlier. But I'm all about bees at the moment, which is ironic because I'm actually allergic to them. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is hilarious. That is really funny. Yeah. It's really cute, though. Your overlays are super adorable. I love it. It looks really good. Did you do all of that kind of stuff, like the animations and all that for like the hexes in the back? Did you do all that yourself or what did you, what did you do? Um, we used Canvas to do a lot of it, but I think it was the backgrounds have found gift, isn't it? Yeah, so the the like sort of I don't know what what, what motion you Honeycomb? kind of call the hexes like yeah, a, it's like a pulsing. A th- I was gonna say throbbing, but yeah, pulsing probably well, a better word thing. for it. Yeah, throbbing's <laughs> like <laughs> no pulsing. Yeah, yeah, that was just like a, a static image that that they have like a background like oh yeah, that looks pretty cool, and I just sort of like chucked everything on top of it, and it mm. just yeah works and looks cool. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks super, like, clean and professional. Super impressed. And then super while good. we're out over the weekend, um, while me and the Dragonborn were out shopping, for him, mind you, and we ended up buying stuff for Sarah, um, we got Sarah, like, a little um, plush bee from <laughs> so one of the, the shops we came across. So That's she's amazing. now got her own little tiny mascotty thing. I love it. I love it. Is it still just, you're having a competition for the name, right? Yeah. So I've got a competition that's about halfway through. I'll announce the winner 
next Wednesday stream to name my mm. little mascot. Yes. Did I put mine in there? I hope I put my suggestion in there. I don't remember if I did or not. Mm, don't think so. Did I not? Oh, I have one too. I didn't put it in. Oh, I'm such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the end. You're like, God damn it. Why didn't I win? Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> yes. God damn it. And how's your stream going then, Liam? Uh, mine has been going real well. Um, Good. So other than the the guild quest stuff we're doing, which we only just recently had one last week, of which Jen was a part of, got mm-hmm. to unleash Rygar on, on the world once mm. more. That was great. <laughs> um, those have been going really well. So we've had two official guild quests and then the, the intro sort of thing. Um, people are turning up for it, thinking it's fantastic. Put the hand up for the next one, which is awesome. But I've been um, playing Gloomhaven with Drakai. Mm-hmm. You guys heard or seen much of that game before? I've seen you guys play it a little bit, but not much outside of that. Yeah. So it's a, a board game that they've made into a video game. Um, if you look at the board game, it is, it's huge. Um, couldn't even tell you how big it is, but think like almost like computer desk size. I guess it's it's big, mm-hmm. and it's a a tactical RPG, which you know, hate right up my alley. But it's incredibly difficult. Um, we've had about four streams uh, so far, and we've only completed like two quests in it. Oh boy, <laughs> it is ridiculously difficult, but um. A whole lot of fun. Is it difficult yeah. or you just noobs? Yeah, just bad Look, at it. Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> I mean, if it's really complicated, it's really, that's like a big learning curve. Mm. What exactly were you doing with your guest cameras last night? Oh, that was so funny. Um, so Twitch has got a new feature called Guest Star. Yes. Which we thought we'd give that a bit of a, a bit of a whirl. So we're able to on each of our streams have the other person's camera in there as well, which there's other programs that allow you to do that. But this is basically Twitch going, no, we're going to take ownership of that same sort of thing. So it's all integrated within Twitch itself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we managed to line it up just perfect because we had um, another one of our streamer friends, D- DCG, um, come in and help us out too. We managed to line it up so that his head covered up the bailiff's head. <clears throat> and it was perfect as in like his shoulders the curve of his shoulders fit just over the curve of the bailiff's shoulders it was perfect that's great <laughs> you did it to jazz. i wish i'd seen that yeah we did it to jazz as well but that's um there's really a good. there's a clip up on my on my channel of um the replacement head for d so check it out yeah i'll have to check that out that's that sounds really fun <laughs> that's great i love stream clips in general they're so much fun Oh, yes, definitely. Do you guys ever go through yours and just, like, clean out the ones that are kind of just either extraneous, like, doubles, or ones that are just not very good? Yeah, I every so often I'll go back through and have yeah. a look at the ones. Because, um, yeah. yeah, otherwise you'll have a couple of doubles or just ones that someone's mistakenly pressed yep. the button. That happens a lot. There was actually... I don't know if you're about to say what I was going to say. You go first. No, because you actually played the game, so you'll have a better idea of it. I don't think this is the same one then, because I'm about to say, um, there was once there a um, a graphic artist who decided to jump in and promote himself, mm-hmm. and in doing so, then hit the clip button so that his stuff was then clipped to the channel so that oh my people God. read it out. Potentially, he got free advertising, and I went, nope, I am not having that. That is pathetic. And that, that same is... person popped up in someone else's stream and I sort of um, messaged one of the mods saying, just watch this one. I know who this person is. And yeah. lo and behold, yep. the same thing happened. What a fucking... Just, I don't... I don't... Oh my God. I don't understand the mindset of people like that. Like, do you really think that that's going to work? Yeah. Like, it's just that, like, oblivious? Like, fair enough for kind of thinking outside the box when it comes to, like, advertising and stuff, but, I mean, it's a bit much, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, that's, like, forceful sort of advertising. Love me. (laughs) (laughs) So aggressive. (laughs) 
Oh my god. So the clip I was thinking of is one of Liam's earlier ones, and it's mm-hmm. when his character is sliding down a stone slide and mm-hmm. then gets squashed at the end. Yep. I was just playing around with the buttons and actually clipped it. Picked the yep. perfect time. It was it's amazing. Perfect. Just that running around. Go, okay, I'll jump over here and just squish. Ow. And then clip finishes. <laughs> Accidental, but turned out to be amazing. So good. I love that. Do you guys ever clip other people's stuff very much, though? Oh, definitely. Oh, okay. come on. You look at Graham's clips. Yeah, that's true. Majority of those ones are mine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I just, I don't do that many, like... I guess it's because I don't go in as many streams as I used to, but I do. I like that it it shows you like which ones you've clipped. So you yeah. kind of have a library of the ones that you've clipped, which is nice. So you've done a few of mine. I have. My favorite yeah. one was the Magikarp one. Which one? Sorry, there. The Magikarp one. So like oh, you. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to explain to the to the class what happened there? <laughs> so, um. I play a lot of, not necessarily on stream, but just outside of stream as well, um, Pokemon Nuzlocks, which are basically like a self-imposed set of rules for a Pokemon game, which make it uh, a lot harder. Um, and on this one particular run, where all the Pokemon are shuffled up and random, so you can come across like a, a legendary Pokemon as your starter, um, a really strong Pokemon at the start, or you could have like the Elite Four having a Magikarp. At this point, I was... Right at the start of the game, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to die here because I had something extremely weak. There was nothing that I could do. I'm like, I've got to get past this fight. It's going to be an absolute nightmare. It's going to be something legendary or something strong. Nope, just a magic cup. <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> you straight up lost it. And that is one of my favorite things is just watching people just break down laughing because of some stupid thing that happened. Yep. Oh my god. I do love that feature of Twitch though. It's great. See, I because I do a lot of my watching on mobile because I'm running about the house doing whatever yeah. else. Clipping on mobile is near on impossible. It's a nightmare. You either press the clip button and it just perpetually loads and mm. you can't do anything about it. Or because it's like all like slider based and that, you can't kind of get the right spot. So unfortunately, a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh yes, I'm clipping that. Oh, okay, I guess I'm. It's very. It's near. It is nearly impossible. I think I've only successfully done one. There is a part that I wish I had clipped on one of my previous games. Um, one of my streams, I did Life is Strange, and I think it was the first one. Right near the end of the story, there's like a hospital scene and it's a heart to heart, but it glitched out. So they were standing like scarecrows the entire I clipped time. I that for you. You realize, right? You did clip it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I've got to find it. Should, it. it should be there. It, it should again. be there. So great. Just, yes. oh, oh my God, this is happening. Oh. And they're just, just T-posing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I love glitches. I don't know about you guys, but I love glitches. They make games so much fun. As long as they're not like game-breaking glitches where like you can't continue yep. the story. If they're just little visual graphical glitches, I love that so much. Yeah, those ones are alright. It's the ones which break your game, which aren't great. No, those are those are bad. Those are bad glitches. Um, it's one of the things like about a lot of Bethesda games that I love is a lot of things. They're they're like you know notorious. And are famous, depending on how you look at it, for having like a lot of glitches. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, this just makes the game so much better. It's so endearing. <laughs> I just love it. Every once in a while, if you have like a game that's really stable and there's no glitches, you're like, okay, this is cool, but like, I want to see my character flip upside down where he shouldn't or something dumb, you know? Um, I think it was Assassin's Creed Unity, I think. Um, the faces glitched out where the face was removed, but the teeth and the eyes <laughs> still stayed <laughs> so no skin no nothing it's just teeth and eyes on a head <laughs> that's horrifying so like in cutscenes, it's just these teeth and eyes oh so good that's great was that on stream or just separate no i, I didn't play this i've seen it on like a um 
I uh, see. YouTube video or something. I'm sure you could okay. find it. I'm, I'm sure it was Unity. But yeah, yeah. It, it's just creepy. So goddamn creepy. I love that. I had one glitch recently in 76 um, where he basically, there was a bed on the ground that was kind of low to the ground. And I had Rygar positioned in a way in which one of his legs was on the ground and one of the legs was on the bed and he was crouched. And his leg was clipping through his body, all the way backwards through his body, so it looked very painful and definitely not possible. Ooh. I love things like that. Oh, the T-Pose one though, Sarah, for you was absolutely classic. Didn't you also have a glitch in either one of your Skyrim plays or... No, I think it was a Fallout, because I think it was McCready, where it was sitting down on nothing. <laughs> Oh. They do that all the time. That is the thing that I see all the time now. And it's so annoying. Oh, I had one where he there was a skeleton on a couch. And he sat down on top of the skeleton on the couch. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? There was another time he sat down at a chair that was by a desk. So he still sat down. So he was clipping and sitting halfway through the desk. <laughs> That's great. I love that so much. I love that shit. I don't think anything's my. I don't think anything beats at least for me the ones that I have. Nothing beats the one where I killed a raider and then he got sat upright somehow and his legs were rotating like a windmill. Yes, that one was so good. <laughs> that one's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, Just, I love um, it. So game breaking glitches. Um, I don't mm. know what this. Is. This is more of an oversight than a glitch, I guess. So in the original Monkey Island, at the very start of the game, you get you can get conned into buying a like a fake treasure map. Mm-hmm. Yep. You need that fake treasure map at the end of the game to like yep. light a fire. Mm-hmm. But because of this oversight, you can actually skip buying it at the start. Because if you're like, oh, I know that this is just a fake, I'm not gonna buy that. You basically lock yourself out of finishing the game oh, all the way whoa. down to the end because you didn't buy the fake treasure map. Oh, that's icky. Hours, hours wasted. Yeah, that's icky. That's real icky. Mm. I don't like that at all. That feels bad. That I feels real bad. I think they fixed it in the remake, but um, yeah. yeah, I did that once. And I'm like, oh, this hurts so much. How long did like how long did it take to get through the game? Oh, they're they're, they're pretty quick games depending on like it's they're all puzzle based. So if you know the puzzles, then you can get through them yeah. pretty quickly yeah still a big bummer though mm. huge bummer oh my god i just saw the image you sent to the group there it is <laughs> it looks like a coconut with it's just the hair it's just the hair on the back the head's it's gone. horrible if anyone I at home it. i just searched up ac unity glitch effect have a look at the picture <laughs> oh my god Oh, that's so good. Uh, if you... I can... <laughs> oh, that's great. That is great. And they're that full is so, eyeballs so good. as well. It's not just like the front of the eye. They're literal, no, like, the whole, whole thing. eyeballs. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> um, that's absolutely horrifying. Oh, man. I think for another thing, too, is glitches are fun just in general, but they're even more fun when you're, like, streaming on Twitch with them. Oh, yeah, because you can live react to stuff. Yeah, yep. and then everybody else loses it, you know, those kinds of fun things, so. Didn't one of us have a glitch recently where a hand was missing? A hand was missing? I had an elbow missing once, but that's about it. That's the closest I think Oh, I yeah, that's maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it was in Skyrim. And he was just standing there, and I was like looking, and then I looked in the armor, and where his elbow should be, there was nothing. Was just seeing right through it. <laughs> See, that's where you get mods kind of start messing with it again, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it might have been a. I think it probably was a, a mod armor set or something. Absolutely amazing. Because I'm, I started up a um, uh, Baldur's Gate three early access game the other night because I was just like, ah, I don't really feel like streaming anything huge, so I just did that. And yeah, because it's early access, um, a glitch happened where I was, I got out of an area where there were traps were going off behind me and it kept me in like a perpetual loop of like the traps triggering in, in the previous room that I was already out of. Yeah. So I'd be like moving forward, 
it'd stop because there's a trap going off. Then I could move again. Oh, then the, the trap goes off again. <laughs> then I can continue moving. So it was just this, like, I'm not going to play the rest of the game oh. in, like, five-second bursts. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, my God. That's, but like, it's next early level. access. That can get yeah. fixed. Yeah. I... That's the other thing. Like, I like early access games, but you have to go in really knowing that this is early access. This is an early version of the game. A lot of people will go in and play those games and complain about it. And it's like, it's early access. They'll fix it. Just, you know, like I, I, I play this game. Um, I think it's I don't think it's supposed to necessarily be like it's not the not really supposed to release fully until like next year or something. It's called Dreamlight Valley. It's like a Disney Animal Crossing, basically. And it it lags a lot for me. There's just times where it just stutters so badly that it's just terrible. And I'm like, okay, well, I know that that's going to be optimized later on. So it's not going to be an issue forever. Mm. But people are literally complaining about it and giving it bad reviews because like, it's not done yet. They're still updating the game constantly. And that's probably something that Steam does well, but then doesn't do well. They mark mm. their reviews as early access reviews. Yes. But they still count towards the review score. Ugh, that's gross. So you can go, okay, this has got uh, it's got mixed reviews. But then you go through and you see that all the negative reviews are, oh, this glitched out for me, or oh, it didn't run too well. Yet, yeah, doy, because they're still working on yeah. it, idiot. Yeah. But it still counts like, towards yeah. saying that the the games are getting mixed reviews. Which someone yeah. not knowing anything about it is going to look at that and they hang around as well. So you could be doing this at full release. They can look at it and go, oh, geez, it's not doing very well. Now I'm yeah. not going to bother buying it now. Yeah, that really sucks. That happens with things even outside video games, though. They get bad mm -hmm. reviews, like a company or a product or something gets bad reviews. And like that's why it's always really smart to go through and read the negative ones to see what they're saying. If there's a common thread... Like, that makes sense. But if there's just random ones, the, it was actually the person's fault. You know, that happens all the time. No, oh, yeah. Just, or little things that just happen to one person for some reason. Does that make sense? So it, it's rough because it really kind of is a big detriment to, to games. Mm. Usually it's only indie games that do go into... Like, you're not going to have big AAA titles go into um, an early access thing, usually. I think it's usually, like, indie games and smaller games, right? Yeah. Or ones that are, like, where we're wanting... They're just after input from the the community as well, because you can mm -hmm. have like the closed off sort of, you know, employees looking at it. But, you know, if you've got a larger, um, not, not target area, but like the more people that you've got testing it, the more you're going to find those things that aren't working well, or the more reviews you're going to get to know what should be done better. Because yeah, I've, um, I've also done the, the Kickstarter game as well mm. so putting mm. um which is for actually for divinity original sin 2 um they've they put it up on kickstarter sort of going into proper early access i think they must still done early access but basically saying that we've got the core game but we're wanting to do more so but that's going to be driven by people who are wanting to play the game yeah exactly so they've then done the kickstarter on top of doing that to go right we want to put all these extra stuff in there yeah and it's it really nice Mm. That's, that's like kind of a nice big statuey thing and all my other bits and pieces oh from that that's how it. you got that yes. okay okay that's really cool how long ago was that oh ages um okay. 2018 or something no we're further back it's not that, that long ago no further back than that what am i talking about hang on continue i'll i'll figure it just out just like i like what <laughs> kickstarter is interesting though um it's kind of like a, it's like basically you're kind of crowdfunding, right? It's interesting. Yeah, to get exactly. Yeah. Certain milestones and goals along the way if you have more and more money that's been raised. 2017. 2017. Okay. That's not like crazy far away. Now, I've currently got another, it's a board game actually I'm waiting for, which should be, well, it should have been sent out last year or the year before, oh. but, you know, COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a, a board game, which, is going to be really, really cool because it's one of those um, board games which are one to four players. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of play it through as a solo game. You're not reliant on, you know, getting a group of people together to kind of That's nice. play. There aren't a lot of those, so it's nice when you do have get those. Mm -hmm. A lot of the escape room ones you can do solo. They're, yeah. You know, Liam's yep. versus at least saying he has no friends. He has to play by himself. Yep. 
It's very sad. I can't trust well, my friends. I'm just going to play by myself instead. That's fair. <laughs> you can keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Whatever oh. makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarah's not going to play with me when I get this game now because she's already just put a foot in it. Yep. Have you ever kickstarted anything, Jen? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I've... No, that's not true. I did actually kickstart something. No, two things. One was a one was a board game, actually, funnily enough, yeah. Mm. It was called... Uh, what was it called? I wish I could remember what it's called, but basically you have these little... It's up to like eight players, I think. And you each have this little metal black... Like, it looks like a little... Like a little tin thing that you can stick magnets on, basically. It's magnetic. Um, and everybody gets one. And there's a bunch of like random words, just a mix of words. And so basically you put your hand in, grab it, and then put there'll be a prompt and then you put random words on there and so you have to get creative with how the words are um so one of them was tell your friend that you uh clogged their toilet and it was something that was a elaborate booty chaos please not mad like you can do oh, that kind of thing I get you now yeah yeah you have to be kind of clever with how you put it together and it's it's a fucking riot um the other one was just a was like a fork kind of thing like a I don't know what I reusable fork it was like a fork on one side and a spoon on one side it's actually really cool um I got one of those so that's really cool it I forget what I have it somewhere I just forget exactly there's something really special about it too I just can't remember what the hell it is it's, it's been a hot uh -huh. minute I haven't you know it's weird I don't know why I backed it <laughs> kickstarted a fork <laughs> yes I have Oh, you I did. You kickstarted something that all pretty much already <laughs> exists. <laughs> I wish I could tell you what's what it was exactly. Um, it it was actually really cool. I forgot what it was called though. It was basically a type of spork. <laughs> oh God! Okay. <laughs> Not my proudest moment. I mean, it did look. Yeah, that that is at least useful. That's true. Have you heard of? The potato salad Kickstarter. No, please tell me. No. Please. No. So I've got the page up now. There is, and this is, this is an old one. This is like 2016. The description is just, I'm making potato salad. <laughs> Guess how many people and how much was raised to make this guy potato salad. <laughs> Okay, let me guess. We're thinking at least thousands of people. I'm guessing like, let's say 3,000 people or something like that, right? Let's say in the 100,000s, I wouldn't go so far to say million. Maybe two, three, I would say 400,000. I'll go with that. So you're saying 3,000 people backed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for how? Oh, Jesus Christ. Who, <laughs> dropped, who dropped like a thousand, hundred thousand grand to this guy to make potato salad? Look, I didn't say it made sense. <laughs> Um, you're wrong on both accounts, but... Okay. Good guess. Thanks. <laughs> 6,911 people... Okay. ...donated 55,492 mm. to so assist this guy to make potato salad. Oh, that's... <laughs> what did he do? Make a video or something well is it the, the story is basically i'm just making potato salad i haven't de decided what kind yet <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think he actually started like a i don't think it was a charity but it, he, he used that money for something mm -hmm. oh god that's to make potato good salad. for him well, yeah, exactly. Did. For me, he was oh, yeah. and then open a soup kitchen. <laughs> Here are his stretch yes. goals: if he made two hundred and fifty dollars, better mayonnaise from the natural food <laughs> se selection. Three hundred dollars, call a chef to get a better recipe. Oh boy, three hundred and fifty dollars, make way more potato salad and probably do a third recipe. <laughs> New stretch goals. $1,000. I'll do a live stream of making that salad. Excellent. $1,200. I'll pay someone to film a thank you video to all of his backers. 
But the big stretch goal, and he he just made this. Yeah. $3,000. Right. <laughs> My kitchen is too small. I will rent out a party hall and invite the whole internet to the potato salad party. <laughs> this guy's a goddamn legend. Risks and challenges. Oh, boy. It might not be that good. It's my first potato salad. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) That's clever. That's clever. I think that's kind of people are just like, it's funny. It's out there. It's weird. It's simple. You know, there's some it's it's simple, but there's some level of ingenuity there when you think about it. Like. Let me make it something really dumb and really simple, but something that'll make people laugh. Like, how do you, you know? The highest guess... pledge is 20 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. But th- what you get for your $20 is you receive a potato salad themed haiku written by him. <laughs> <laughs> a haiku? A haiku. Oh no. Potato salad themed haiku. This guy thought this, th- this through, didn't he? Oh, he really did. He really he he went with it. He he just took it and and just ran with it. Proud of him. I don't even know him, but I'm proud of him. <laughs> so good. Why make a fork when you can make potato salad? Damn straight. Yeah. Sarah makes a really could... good potato salad. Then you mm. go in partnership with the person making the fork. Exactly. Yeah. It all works. Uh, it's all coming together. Potato salad. I feel like that's a pretty, um, it's not as bad as like olives or onions or something, but I feel like potato salad is fairly divisive. Either you like it or you don't. Really? Who doesn't like potato salad? I don't know anybody who doesn't like potato salad, to be fair. That's the... Mm. (laughs) I think it depends on the recipe, because we've found a very good recipe. Yeah. Yeah, this is like a sweet chili one. It's good. Ooh. Ooh, you know what that reminds me of? This is about a potato. I saw a picture <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> Look at my... <laughs> what do you want from me? What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> Let me tell you that what reminds goes. me of a potato. It's about a potato. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> There's this person who has this tradition on Halloween. She gets a massive bucket of candy um, for kids to take out of, but she always puts one potato in there. And she says, like, 75 or 80% of the kids who come by take the potato, not the candy. <laughs> yeah. You can always get more candy, but you can, you can only yeah. get one potato on Halloween. They get really excited about it. They're like, oh my god, a potato! <laughs> I saw this picture. I was just, it looks comical. Just a big old bowl of candy, just a potato just plopped right in the middle. It's absolutely fantastic. Apparently they're known as like the potato house now. Something like that. It was great. I wish I could, I wish I had saved it. Uh, but I didn't because, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Are you sure the kids aren't taking the potatoes to come back to throw it at the house later for give, trying to give them veggies? Apparently no. I mean, they apparently done it for a couple of years actually. So it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I mean, some people do take the candy, of course, but. <laughs> Those that don't like potatoes, because apparently they're people. <laughs> who doesn't like potatoes? I don't think I've had a single person in my life who doesn't like potatoes. Potatoes are like the most versatile vegetable. Oh, they absolutely are. Mm. Or aren't they technically a tuber? Isn't a tuber a vegetable? Is it inher- are they inherently vegetables? Maybe. It's carrots or tubers. Yeah, but we consider those vegetables. carrots are a veggie as well. Yes, that's what I know. Like, it's either a fruit or a veggie, right? Yeah. And what... Okay, here's a question then. What... <laughs> ignoring potato salad, but like... <laughs> salad ingredients, like your lettuce and that sort of stuff. Are they veggies or yep. are they fruit? Like, what? what is what? a lettuce? Is a lettuce a fruit or a veggie? Yeah. Or something it's a veggie. else? It doesn't have it's seeds. a veggie. But what's a tomato? Tomato's a fruit. It's a fruit. Because it's got the... It's got seeds. But would you really call a lettuce a vegetable? Yes. If I'm looking at a thing of cabbage, I'd say that's a vegetable. Is a pumpkin a fruit or a veggie? Fruit. Gourd, which is a type of... It's a fruit. Yeah, it would be a fruit. 
Because it's anything that's got seeds on the inside <laughs> is a fruit, right? That's like the... I think so. I'm going to look up gourds and see if gourds are classified as veg veggies or not. Let's see. You said inside. So does that make strawberries a veggie? No, strawberries got seeds. On the outside. Yeah, on the outside. Yes. He just said yes. fruit on the inside. I don't think it has seeds to be the on inside. the inside, though. I don't think they're... Oh, they're actually... They're actually part of the squash family, like pumpkins and melons and squash and cucumbers. It's a squash family thing. Yeah. So yeah, they're. It's not fruit, veggie, or squash. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's true. All right, let me look it up. Uh, fruits and vegetables are classified depending on which part of the plant they come from. So fruit develops from the flower of a plant, while the parts of the plant are categorized as vegetables. Fruits contain seeds. Vegetables can consist consist of roots, stems, and leaves. That's what that says. There you go. Yep. So, <clears throat> seeds is the main one, I think. So I, pumpkins would be a fruit because they come from the. Flower. You would think so. Yeah, you would think so because of all the seeds. Yeah. And they they are like the thing on a plant. They aren't like part of a plant or something. They are like. So a lot of veggies are technically fruits. Yeah. Well, it's in the melon family, too, though. And melons are fruit, so pumpkins are fruit. That's kind of upsetting, actually. Would zucchini be melon family, too? I think it is, yeah. so. Cucumber? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's all in a similar thing. <clears throat> Squash, cucumbers, pumpkins, melons. They're all in a family called... I'm not even going to try to pronounce that because I'm going to butcher it, so... But, it, yeah... So apparently, that's interesting. It there kind of upsets go. me actually knowing that pumpkins are fruit. That's kind of upsetting actually. Where would you put like something like coconut though? It's a fruit. Oh, that's a good point. It's no seeds. Oh, that's a good point. Let me see. Could it? Te well, it'd technically be like a nut. So it's like a leg. It's a nut. It's a tree nut. That's right. It's a tree nut. That's what they call. They, like oftentimes when you have coconut in something, they'll classify, and that's the only nut in it. Like, they'll say that there's tree nuts in it, and it's just coconut. Mm. So they classify that as a tree nut. You're correct. Good call on that one. There you go. Look at us having these really, like, deep food conversations. Yeah, all that came from a potato salad. <laughs> Talking about pumpkins <laughs> being a fruit. <laughs> I mean, we don't know for sure if they're a fruit. There's no actual, like, like on the, like, when I, go I almost said on the Googles. <laughs> on, the, on the Googles. On the Googles, it, it but there's not like a very clear saying like yes, pumpkins are this. They're just like no, they're gourds, and which is a part of the family. It's all scientific, and I'm like, fuck this. All right, sound off below. Is pumpkin a fruit or is it something else? That is a good question. Yeah, let's. We gotta. You guys gotta tell us what you think. A hundred percent. I would go. I would say it's a, it's a fruit. I'd I'll put my mm -hmm. hat or my thing on saying that it's a fruit. <laughs> Are you going off okay. the seeds and no seeds argument, though? Yeah, but also the fact that, you know, tomato is a fruit, but you wouldn't eat it as a fruit. So it doesn't mean that yeah. it has to be, like, a, a, a fruit, fruit, for it to be a fruit. Uh-huh. Got it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's, so there's a, I don't know if you call it a saying or not, but just a, a thing of... Um, you know, smartness is knowing that tomato is a fruit, but intelligence is not knowing to put it in a fruit salad. Put it in a, yeah, don't put it in a smoothie. Yeah, I love that one. There's like wisdom, knowledge, and then... So we could do the same thing just instead of with pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but, would, but people do put pumpkin in a smoothie. You can put tomato in a smoothie. That's a fair point. <clears throat> so yeah, I'll say fruit salad, not smoothie. Fruit salad makes sense, yeah. yeah. Fruit salad makes a lot more sense, to be fair. Who the- I don't like, like, oh, it's just, you know when people put, like, a bunch of, like, veggies and stuff in their smoothie? Every time I see that, I'm like, that's fucking blasphemous. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. That is an abomination. I'd... It should be fruit. Mm -mm. Yeah. Just fruit. That's it. They, I, I, I don't... No. <laughs> no. Have you seen, like, the, the smoothies that are all nice fruits and then just one veggie? Uh, yeah, yeah, I hate that. It's wrong. That one thing, that one of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. It's the, it's the vegetable. It's like, oh, you know, this banana berry and apple smoothie 
with cucumber. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. I had a carrot in there for good measure. Some kale. Like, okay. Yeah, no thanks. Ooh. I, yeah, no thanks. I, I'm glad at least we're on the same page about that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't do the whole, like, you know, the, the green smoothie movement that was, I think is still no. a thing. I don't know. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. Oh, no, it is. Yep. But people just like, oh, you know, I throw all sorts of leafy shit into my blender. I'm like, why? Ooh. Eat it as a salad. Throw some yeah, pumpkin in it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. I go to Jamba Juice all the time. They have a legitimately, like, dedicated section to, like, green smoothies. So it's like, I think it's actually called green smoothies, but it's like fruit and veggies. And I'm like, that is a, that is an abomination of, that, that goes against every, like, appropriate anything. It's horrible. I hate it. I couldn't do it. Nope. I couldn't, I couldn't either. I wouldn't do it. No. I mean, I might, like, take a sip just to try it. And just so, it's, so it'll solidify in my mind just how terrible it is. But you wouldn't so waste 10 people bucks on getting it just to have one sip. Oh, fuck no. It'd be somebody else gets it. <laughs> somebody else. If know. someone else got it, I think you need to, um, yeah, look at who your friends are and go, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's you a really leave. good point. That's a good point. Yeah. It's like, I'll have That's one banana smoothie. Thanks. I'll have one of those green things. Get out. <laughs> you're, leave. you're done. No, nope, we're no longer Never friends. Never talk to me again. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. I wonder what, okay, what other silly things are there? That are divisive enough to get very upset over. Not necessarily just food, but anything. Like, oh, like toilet paper rolls, for example, whether it goes over or under. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty divisive, right? Mm -hmm. We all know mm -hmm. that over is the correct way to do it, so. Unless you have cats, maybe. Or a child. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Sticking with the bathroom theme, toilet seat up or down. Yeah, that's true. Some people, it bothers the hell out of them. Mm hmm I can't say I really care, but down uh, is probably... Well, now we're just thinking about, like, fruit in the bathroom. It's fucking weird. Fruit in the bathroom? <laughs> no, no, no. Not in the bathroom. Fruit and oh, the bathroom. And oh, no, those are the I things we talked about. In. No? I That's your own in. damn ears. That's your own damn fault. I cannot be held responsible for your inadequacy, Sarah. Two against three here, so oh, sorry, two against three. Jeez, my mass is great. That's okay with me. Two I can fend for myself. Three. Yes. That's how numbers work. Okay, so here's another one. Um something like tomato sauce or butter. Fridge or no fridge. Mm. Okay, let's clarify here and say tomato sauce is ketchup to you. Jen. Yes, it's our ketchup. Yes. I've got a story after we finish this. Sarah's going to okay. hate me for this. Yeah. So does butter go in the fridge or the cupboard? It depends. Like if you want it soft and easy to like use, but if you want to like have it last a little longer, putting it in the fridge is better. Uh, I think ketchup, I usually put it in the fridge, but I don't necessarily enjoy it being cold. I prefer it to be lukewarm. So kind of a mix of both, like I would prefer to keep them on the counter, but I keep them in the fridge just because it's lasts longer, I guess. Hmm. Because I don't go through that stuff super quickly, so putting it in the fridge means it lasts longer and it's not a, not a big deal. So butter in the fridge and tomato-based condiment in the cupboard. No, I would I put both in the fridge. Oh, Sorry. No, is that what you would do? Pantry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know yeah no okay i see so okay. what's the story i need to know now okay so it wasn't my fault okay sarah, I, I blame you actually sarah i love your you so weird much. measurements i love you so much just know this sarah was like i'm going to make spaghetti bolognese for dinner yeah so that'll be ready when i got home from work i wouldn't need to cook that night i thought that is lovely you are Amazing. We sat down and ate it, and something was just a little bit off. Before you actually say it, I didn't realise that the batch I was making was for eight people. Yes, that was a lot of it. So I made a lot of <laughs> oh. it. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's, like, two and a half of us in the house. Yeah. Um, It tasted very strong and vinegary and... 
that was just like does it it shouldn't taste like this right so I was like i followed the recipe like well what'd you put in it she's like oh you know there was two tins of crushed tomatoes yeah um so many cups of tomato sauce yeah i also had to convert it from ounces to grams which is what we use again you know yep. talking about the whole metric thing earlier today as well yep yep i'm like ah, oh, okay and then i thought about it and thought about it and went hang on a minute sarah was that an american recipe yeah so yeah it was so what you guys call tomato sauce is not our tomato sauce oh it's very different yep yours that is basically like just like blended tomatoes essentially for tomato marinara sauce. sauce or something yep. you put on spaghetti which does not contain copious amounts of salt, vinegars, all yep. that kind of stuff, which your ketchup probably would. Yes, yes. So Sarah decided that she was, she for tomato sauce, she actually put our tomato sauce. So this bolognese was majority ketchup. Oh, that's rough. Yep. That's rough. Some ketchup in the tomato sauce can sometimes be absolutely amazing. Yes. You don't want that much. This was like a couple of cups worth in oh. the sauce. That's so oh, that's it came rough. out very strong. It was a can's worth of tomato sauce. That's right. It was a can. That's what tipped me off because you're like, oh yeah, I'll put a can of tomato sauce in it. I'm like, how'd you work out a can of tomato sauce? Tomato sauce doesn't yeah. come in cans. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, click. Oh no. <laughs> but I did not know. Yeah. To be fair, that was actually a very. I, I don't blame you for making that mistake because you're not. You're going from an American, like, you know, different wording for different things. You might not necessarily think of it like changing it. So, like, I wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, yeah, there are, it's an Australian recipe. So, therefore, I've got to use this instead of this. Like, I wouldn't necessarily think that. Mm. So, to be fair to Sarah, I think that that's a fairly, like, a mistake that could be made pretty damn easily for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean you're not dumb, but, you know. <laughs> We understand, but you're still yes. stuffed up. <laughs> exactly. We love you, Sarah. <laughs> I realized that I made too much before we started eating it. So we're like, oh, that's yep. all right. We'll just freeze some. We can have some one later. Soon yeah. as we took a bite, it's like, no. We're throwing yeah, that, the whole thing out. No, such a waste. Did you, did you put the sauce and did you keep the, the sauce and the noodles separate or did you put it all together before you separate. saved it? Okay. Yeah, so we so still then were you able the... to keep the noodles? Yeah. Pasta. Okay, well, that's Price. good. Don't call it noodles. Well, it's either one. I mean, there are, there's a type. Noodles are a type of pasta, to be fair. Oh, yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> what? That's for us, they are. Noodles, there's like angel hair. There's like. That's pasta. That's pasta. Yes, it's a type of pasta. Noodles? We call, we call, sometimes we have like the, like the long ones. The long, thin ones that aren't angel hair, they're thicker than that. We call those noodles. Mm, yeah, no. Pasta. It's like typical noodles, spaghetti pasta. Noodles are Asian-based. I would agree with you. Pasta I would agree with you, actually. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. I could be full of shit. But I... <laughs> the whole of America's I, like, I what are you doing? That. <laughs> That's just they're you. Like, you're Don't us lump wrong. us in with you. <laughs> No, you're right though. Noodles usually go in like soup or other types of like Stir pho fries or other dishes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think what I'm thinking of is we like calling it spaghetti because that's the actual term for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want spaghetti? Yeah, I think that's right. I think we call it spaghetti. Yeah, I just I just misspoke. Whoops. I uh, I'm going back on what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know a mistake when I when I make one. Sometimes but spaghetti. Is I can own noodles. up to it. I retract my previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Jen. So, what um, what yeah. cooking fail have you got for us? Oh, do I have any cooking fails? I don't have one, but I have one that's my mother, uh, my mother's sister. So, my aunt's. Um, she made like a steak. She was really excited about it. Made this massive steak, and um, their recipe called for like a little bit of pepper, right? So on top of it, it's like a peppercorn steak or something like that. Ooh, yummy. So she goes, okay, cool. And she she's like, you know what? I want to put more pepper on it. <laughs> so she put more pepper on it. It was like, you know what? It could use more. So she put pepper on it. More pepper. More pepper. And when they sat down to eat it, it was just, it just 
was like pepper with steak instead of oh, steak with pepper. Oh. No. Yeah. It was rough. I hope I'm telling that right, but I do remember it was pepper and it was steak and there was too much pepper. Oh no. Yeah, it's really rough. I don't know if I've ever had anything because I don't cook a lot anyway. Um, I don't think I've ever had like a crazy mishap, at least not that I can remember. Um, I mean, like I've made smoothies that were not as good as I thought they might be, but nothing really cook-wise. Like I've got a cooking fail for a family member. Hmm? Which one are you talking about? I don't know if I've even told you this story. Um, Ooh. When we were a kid and you get together at Christmas at, you know, a family member's house. One year it was my auntie's house and she was making rice pudding for the dessert. But she didn't put enough water in it. So oh. when it overheated, the lid of the pot basically went up and hit the roof. And when they moved years later, there was still a mark on the roof. That's amazing. Oh, that's some pressure. That's incredible. Yeah, that is. That is a lot of pressure. Ooh. That's nuts. Oh, I did have one thing I made, but it wasn't a disaster. It was just, it ended up being not very flavorful. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I tried stir fry uh, in a wok and everything. And it was, it was okay, but it just, it was not that flavorful. I should have put a lot more garlic and stuff in it. But that wasn't like a disaster. It was just a disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not a disaster. I was just unhappy. Yeah. I could still eat it, you know, but it was like, oh, this is disappointing. <laughs> uh, now we've, um, I did a, a corned beef that we just made into mm. a roast instead. So it just came out an incredibly salty lump of meat. Oh, yeah, that's well, rough. That wasn't great Too either. much salt is rough. I said, didn't we mistake it as the wrong roast? Yeah, because we we're just in the it? freezer is just a piece of meat. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is obviously just a roast. I, I do want to point out that I am actually a good cook. I just want yeah. to say that. <laughs> yeah. Don't get you, that wrong. You have some really amazing looking food when you like post it on the discords and stuff. Your food looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check out the Discord, the food channel in either of our discords, really. Oh, yeah. I put some good stuff up there. I wish I could say that I would put something up there, but it's very unlikely for me to do that oh the most complicated thing i ever cooked was pork um it was like it was just massive chunks of like this uh this pork and basically what you would do is you would you would stuff it so you would cut it open you would stuff it with i think it was like cranberries and apples and like it was really fucking good you stuff it with a bunch of stuff then you take like kitchen twine or whatever it was like you know for and you wrap it up really tight so it stayed inside and then you put that in the oven and it was amazing. At the same time as that, I actually made a like a like a strawberry rhubarb like like cobbler thing. That came out really well too. Those are the, that was the most complicated thing I've ever made though. Mm-hmm. I've never made anything as complicated as that since. You know who made a really complicated dish? Yep. Jazz. <clears throat> he took like 2 to 3 hours to make a parmi. Yeah, that was uh that was a whole thing. <laughs> Jazz. Um get good. Yeah, if you're listening, good, if, good. If you got to an hour in and you thought, I've, I've got out of this scot-free, nah. <laughs> yeah. We can say it's entertaining because you were sitting there going, do it this way. Oh, my God. It was yep. so difficult not to just scream at him like, what are you yep. doing? He wanted to climb through your screen just to help him like do it correctly. Oh, boy. No, I get that. I, you know, just screaming through the screen like, it's obvious, it's obvious, do this, do this. And like, you can't it's not quite the same because it's all in text you can't just not real time (laughs) so it's really rough well um i should just go ahead and say do you guys have anything else you want to mention today on the podcast before we wrap up no i think we uh ended well you know insulting the normal person we usually insult i agree it's a good ending ending on an insult yeah he doesn't get out of this (laughs) yep no no, there's no mercy. Absolutely no mercy. So, you're good, Liam? Yep. I mean, All right. it's relative, but yeah, I'm okay. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're very exasperating. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I put up with you. I try. Maybe it's your shiny personality. Mm. Anyway, that's it for today's podcast, guys. Thank you for being here and listening in from wherever you listen in from, whether it's the toilet or the car or cooking or whatever it may be we're gonna plug ourselves now um so sarah let's go 
So you can find me as Exana on Twitch. I stream two nights a week on a Sunday and now a Wednesday with a whole new look at an overlay and I'm playing through Tales of the Borderlands, the new one, um, at the moment and it's really, really fun. Hmm. It is really fun. That was a good stream. Um, looking forward to more. Liam. You can find me at Judge RPG on Twitch on a Tuesday and a Friday night. Um D D streams, different RPGs, AI fun. You know what it's about. Yep. They're fun streams too. Uh, and I'm Lemon Cold Games on Twitch. Uh, currently, it might change, we'll see. But currently I'm streaming on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, 4 p.m. to midnight uh, Pacific time. Um, and so, yeah, I, I stream RPGs, usually open world RPGs. Right now we've been playing like Fallout, uh, Outer Worlds, that kind of thing. So we have a good time. Um, so we are on Twitter and Instagram. I need to get started on that. We haven't had any posts for a while. But we are technically on there. So on Twitter, it's sweet, sour, sorry. And on Instagram, it's sweet, sour, and sorry. Um, and this podcast, you can actually listen to it through both Spotify and YouTube. So if you ever want to switch things up for some reason, you can do that. Um, you can find links to all of our Twitch pages as well as like our socials and stuff in the description of this video. Or you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so make sure you check that out and you go, you know with all the good stuff that we want you to do. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Go kickstart a spoon or something. Leave my spoon alone. <laughs> <laughs>